Rewind. This is Dope Nostalgia. This is episode 170 of the Dope Nostalgia podcast. I'm Naomi, and as always, I'm your host with a very exciting guest today who's one of the legends, one of the innovators of freestyle music. Angel Mercado of The Cover Girls is here to tell us all about their history and what they're doing now and so many other things. I just love her. It was so good to talk to Angel. Here's a little bit of information on The Cover Girls. Wikipedia moment. Please bear in mind that Wikipedia is not to be taken as actual 100% fact. Any donkey could edit it at any time. If I'm reading you the artist's bio, that stuff is real truth. The Cover Girls are an all-female New York City-based freestyle music group that achieved most of its chart success in the late 80s and early 90s. Among the group's best-known songs are Show Me, Because of You, Don't Stop Now, and Wishing on a Star. The Cover Girls were formed by music producer and songwriter Andy Panda Tripoli and music promoter and dance club owner Sal Abatiello. I think I said that right. I'm not sure. <laughs> it was originally composed of singers Angel Mercado, Caroline Jackson, and Sunshine Wright. The group released their first album, Show Me, in late 86. Five singles were released from this album, including the top 40 Billboard Hot 100 hits Because of You and Promise Me. Sunshine Wright left after the release of the album and its second single, Spring Love, in late 87 and was replaced by Margot Urban, with whom the group released three more singles off the album. In 88, the group recorded the song Better Late Than Never for the Coming to America film soundtrack, and it was released as a single. The group's second album, We Can't Go Wrong, was released in 1989 and included the song My Heart Skips a Beat, as well as the title track, which was the group's first top 10 pop hit in early 1990, peaking at number eight. The Cover Girls performed My Heart Skips a Beat and We Can't Go Wrong on the series finale of American Bandstand in October of 89. All That Glitters Isn't Gold was the third single released from the We Can't Go Wrong album. And shortly after its release, Angel left the group to pursue a solo career and was replaced on lead vocals by Evelyn Escalera. Now Angel's been back with the Cover Girls since 2011 and she has many stories to share about all of her adventures in the music business. And here she is. This is Angel of the Cover Girls. Welcome to Dope Nostalgia. Well, I want to thank you so much, Angel, for being here. The Cover Girls, such a huge legacy. And thank let's you. talk about how you burst onto the freestyle scene because you really were a huge part of creating the genre. We, you know, we were there at the beginning. Yeah. We were there at the absolute beginning. Um, the radio station even said they used us uh, as almost a launching pad of what type of music they wanted and how they wanted the radio station to go. That was uh, KTU. It was called mm. Hot 103 at that time. Oh, yeah. Hot 103 in New York. Yeah. So um, they ended up using us and um, all the other music they would compare to our type of music. And OK, this is what we want to play. This is the type of music we want to play. So that was great. Mm -hmm. um, the, uh, you know, I auditioned for the group. They actually so had the other girls. 
See, that's the thing. I mean, do you get tired of answering that question? How did you guys? No, get I don't get tired of answering anything. Listen, you know when I'm going to be upset when nobody's asking anymore. You have a good point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, how did you originally find each other? Um, they had the two girls, mm -hmm. and they had the demo, which was "Show Me," mm -hmm. but they didn't have the lead singer. So they had an audition in New York. Hundreds of girls attended it. I'm mm -hmm. saying beautiful, beautiful girls. Nobody was under five, six. They mm. were incredibly beautiful. They were talented. Everybody went there prepared. Uh, they, they looked beautiful. They had their costumes on. They had choreography. I went there. Um, at that time, I was working in the hospital. I went there with a cutoff sweatshirt on, Reebok sneakers, jeans. I had my hair shaved on one side. It was the whole Cindy Lauper time, remember? Yes. So I had like a whole Cindy Lauper look, no makeup on. And um, I get there and like, I'm seeing the girls audition. I'm like, wait a minute, they have music. I had no music. They had choreography. I was like, oh God, what am I gonna do? But I said, you know what? I'm here already. I love the song. I'm gonna do this. Mm -hmm. So I was actually the last one to, um, um, to um, um, sing. So I sang um, Whitney Houston, Saving All My Love. And nice. they said, wow, that was great. That's a beautiful, you have a beautiful voice. I said, oh, thank you. Yeah, but that's not what we're looking for. I said, oh gosh. <laughs> so what are you looking for? They said, we're looking for something sweet and nice and, you know, almost like a Supreme type. So I started singing Rainy Davis, Sweetheart. Do you, do you remember that song? Rainy Davis? No. Sweetheart? No, I don't. You know that song? Oh my God, no. I'm so sick right now. I'm going to try and sing a few, but I'm, I'm like a mess right now. I have bronchitis and everything. I'm sweetheart and we could share a story book romance well, mariah carey remade it when you said mariah carey remade it yes she yeah. remade it but it was actually written and performed by rainy davis okay great and pete water so um i sang that and i said that's the sound we're looking for so i said wow Perfect. yay cool cool so <laughs> They auditioned all of us. Like I said, I was the last one. And they said, okay, go home. We'll give you a call. We'll let you know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Two weeks later, they called me and they said, you're our new lead singer. But I still hadn't met the girls. I still hadn't <sighs> met the girls. So they said, you have to go into the studio and um, sing the song. Now I was like, okay. So they had the backgrounds on. So I sang my lead and I sang my backgrounds. And right there in the studio, they said, you know what? This is a hit. We know it's a hit. You know, you, my mm. sound was what they needed for the song. Because the song mm. sounds a little too mature with the um, with the demo singers. And I mm -hmm. had more of a young sound, a young, fun sound, almost like a Muppet type sound, you know? So How old were you at the time? I was 19. Mm -hmm. 19. So they said, we got a hit. So right there, they said, okay, we, we're going to put you girls, you're going to have to start, you know, rehearsing. That's when I met the girls. And they had their work cut out for them because remember what I said, I'm a tomboy. <laughs> and they wanted me to wear um, the high heels, the dress, you know, the whole glamorous thing. Mm -hmm. But I was also an actress. So I said, okay, you know, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And so I acted like I was a cover girl until I became a cover girl. Wow. Until it was natural, you know? Mm -hmm. Did it eventually become fun to dress up all the time? So much fun. It yeah. still is. It still That's is. I, I love trying new types of costumes and, you know, new looks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
I'm, you know, you would think I'd be like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do because I always look good like this. I'm like, no, I don't care. Sometimes it's a hit or miss. I'm going to have to tell you the truth. Sometimes <laughs> like, what was I thinking when I wore that? What was I thinking <laughs> with that hairstyle? But, you know, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. Oh, we've all done that. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's me. But that's yeah. the funny thing about me. Like, I'll be that girl. You're like, oh my God, she's great. Oh, wow. Uh oh, she shouldn't have worn those shoes. Like, I'm that person. So it's funny, <laughs> you know? Oh, she shouldn't have worn hair like that, but okay, you know? But yeah. I don't mind. I'm always going to try something new. You know, what's funny is our podcast is really focused about the 90s, but with you guys, it started so, so much so in the 80s. But we started and at the end of the 80s. Yeah. So it's so, totally cool because yeah, we started I like at that. the end of the 80s. Yeah. So when We Can't Go Wrong was released, that was your 19, last. Yeah, your, 1990. 1990. That was, that was your last album with the OG lineup? Right. That was my last oh. album. I was fired. I didn't know that. Girl, I was fired. Didn't even know. And, and you know, it was the weird. It was a weird. So weird. Mm. Um, Like Gwen Stefani was a member of No Doubt. And she wanted to do a solo album, right? I wanted to yes. do the same thing. Didn't want to leave the group, but wanted to do a solo album, mm -hmm. which wouldn't have coincided with the cover girls because I wanted to do R&B, hip hop. Yeah. As Angel. That's what I wanted to do. So it would have never, I mean, I was a rapper before I was in the cover girls. I was rapping. I was doing hip hop. So I, went, you know, I wanted to do that and still do the cover girls. So we wanted the second album. We were signed to Capitol Records and, um, you know, was ready to take off. They loved the songs. Um, so, um, you know, I was having friction with the girls. Mm. We didn't get along. I didn't like them. They didn't like me. Let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But it was, but it was also that um, I was raised a different way than them. Yeah. I was raised to keep my feelings to myself, you know, never, never be a punk. You know, don't, don't let them, you know, don't let them see that you're sweating, not, you know, anything like that. That's the way I was raised. Mm -hmm. So I would always act like nothing hurt me. Nothing that they did hurt me. I didn't care. Don't talk to me. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't care. You know? And now I see my grand, my, my granddaughter doing it. And I'm like, oh God, you can't do that. You have to <laughs> care. You have to care. But, um, you know, I was pushed out of the group. I was literally pushed out of the group, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, the manager at that time called my attorney. It was the craziest thing because we had a meeting and they said, can you support the second album? And I said, absolutely. I love the album. The mm. next single was supposed to be No One In This World. I love that song. It was mm. a very special song to me. Um, David Cola produced it, passed away. You know, it was a very, very special song to me. So I mm. wanted to support the album. And I'm thinking I'm here supporting the album. The girls are being nice to me. I'm like, oh, okay, this is working out. We're supposed to be doing Universal Studios. I get a call that morning. Don't go to the airport. You've been replaced. Wow. I swear. Don't go to wow. the airport. Wow. Um, so it was like, what do I do now? You know, mm -hmm. I, I put a, I put all my plans to the side. I told them I wasn't going to do an album, a solo album. I was going to do this first. And, but, you know, joke was on them. The label, the label uh, dropped them. Capital oh. Records dropped them. As soon as they, I was the key member. Mm -hmm. I was the key member. How do you get rid of the key member? Mm -hmm. So Capital Records dropped them. So then they did a little floating for a minute, you know. 
did that create the opportunity then for you to finally work on your solo album angel well this is the thing uh like i said david cole Mm -hmm. did that song for me no one in this world we started working on my solo album but i did not know he was hiding a secret he was very ill and i didn't know it so we're working on the album but he would call me i can't be at the studio and i'm like i'm getting upset i'm getting more frustrated than anything you know, I, I waited to do this album. I wait, you know, I've waited all this time. And um, and he ended up in the hospital. Then it was like, wait a minute, this is serious. Mm-hmm. He's in the hospital, you know? He never came out of the hospital, he passed away. Oh man. He passed for away. Those, for those who don't know, David Cole was half of CNC Music Factory. That's right. So they had a huge legacy themselves. Huge legacy, huge legacy. But he was one of my best friends as well. Yeah. And a mentor to me, you know? So it was really, really hard. Incredible talent. Yes, yes, yes. So I just left the music business for a minute there, which was a year. I thought I was getting, well, I thought it was going to be a year and I just couldn't do it. I was like, I got to get back. I have to do something. I ended up uh, recording in my native tongue, which is in Spanish. Wonderful. So I did some Spanish songs, but I did the more Afro-Cuban dance. I didn't do like the whole salsa like these other people. I wanted it to be more dancey and fun. Yeah. And um, I did four songs and two of them charted on the salsa charts. Sweet. So I'm charting with two of those. And I redid Show Me at that time. It mm-hmm. went to number one on Billboard as Angel OC, as Angel. It went to number one on Billboard. Um, and I did a song called Give Me One More Chance, which went to number seven on the Billboard dance charts at that point. That's wonderful. Yeah. So did it feel I pretty liberating? Again. Excuse me? Did it feel pretty liberating to be able to do that on your own? That, but this was the crazy part. The album, I did the album. The album was great. I did it with Jelly Bean for ah. all the recordings. And he goes to release the album and the label folded. So <laughs> I had no money behind that freaking album, but for the songs charted, which was incredible for me that for them charted. And I was able to perform be out there performing as angel i was having a great time um i got with my husband who at that time was uh, managing little susie mm-hmm. he was running metropolitan records um and at, he started managing me as well so he was going back and forth between me and susie back and forth he was on the road like every weekend nice. one weekend okay. with me one weekend with susie <laughs> so then he decided to put together a group well I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, oh, you're going where I was going to go. So it's perfect. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I mean, in the story, I'm getting ahead of, ahead of myself because oh, he was so okay. tired. He booked a show for me one of the weekends and it was with Lizette Melendez. Mm. And we were still living in New York at that time. So um, we're in a, it was in uh, Rhode Island. So what's that, like a four hour, five hour drive, something like that. So we're in the car with Lizette, her husband, myself, and my husband. And mm-hmm. We just got along so great hanging out with each other like that. My husband gets home. He doesn't say anything because he's like that. He like lets it marinate. Let's <laughs> it marinate. Middle of the night, he wakes me up. I got a great idea. I'm like, what? What? I have a great idea. I want to put you, Susie, and Lizette Melendez together. That's I'm gonna call a you super guys. group. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to call you guys S-A-L. Mm-hmm. Now, the ironic, funny part about that is the manager that fired me was named Sal. 
Really? Is that not funny? <laughs> and at that time, he was trying to stop me from performing. Suck but it, he Sal. Still does. He, still, he still does try to stop me from performing. But still like at that, that time, hey? he was like going hard, trying to stop me. So he decides to call the group S-A-L. But people are looking at S-A-L and they're calling us Sal. <laughs> that was hysterical hysterical so funny but was it, it, off. it i bet it did take off like i can yeah. imagine that it was incredible did you we guys did it for 10 years oh we did it for 10 wow. years we did it from 2004 to 2014 but remember i got the original cover girls back in 2011 yes so um it was like a big overlap and um the girls were like listen why don't you do cover girls you know have fun do cover girls you know we can always go back to SAL, you know? Mm-hmm. We're besties, we'll always go back to each other. So we can always mm-hmm. go back with family. So um, so we decided um, this year that we're gonna do SAL again. Yes. So yeah, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, we, we haven't even officially put it out there. Mm-hmm. All he did was reach out to a few little promoters Mm-hmm. I say, well, you know, we're thinking of doing SAL. Look, I want them. I want them. I want them. And we're trying like to only do a few spot dates because mm-hmm. I'm still doing cover girls. I'm still doing angel. Um, Susie isn't doing too many shows. She's taking a break from shows, you know, mm-hmm. um, Lizette is doing her Lizette shows. We know that. And she's always redoing her show. So she's always working on something, you know, but That's we decided idea. we're going to do SAL because it's just so much fun. We can't, you know, we can't help it. We have too much fun together. And I love that you guys have that relationship. Yeah. It makes it so exciting to go out on the road together. Oh my gosh. So much fun. So and I, like, and I like that you're in this part of your career too, where you guys can just do these one-off shows in certain places and like yes. make, make a big events. Right. Exactly. You just hit so it right on the spot. We can actually pick where we perform, when we mm-hmm. perform. Um, I love doing the big dates. I love doing like the Alan Beck tour. I love doing the Bobby D tour. Uh, we love doing Canada. We did, but we didn't do it with a set. Uh, I performed the, with the cover girls and um, Suzanne performed by herself, but I would love to do Canada with SAL. We've never done it. We've never yes. done Canada as SAL. And I think that would be so awesome. Yes. You and know, if right, you know, right now we're working on so many things. Like I said, you know, my husband, um, my husband has a freestyle newsletter. Yes, I'm a subscriber. Huh? I'm a subscriber. Oh, are yes. you? Do you love it? Yeah, it's very informative. We're getting so many. It's becoming like a cult favorite right now. (laughs) People are loving that newsletter. So, you know, it's doing really well. Um, You should definitely, you should interview him. He's doing a lot of interviews right now. You know, he's an author as well. Do you know he's an author? No, I didn't. Yes. So yeah, I would love it if he wants to come on the show. Yeah, you should. You should. Uh, Stevie B just um, interviewed him. Yeah. And I just talked to Stevie B about a month ago. Oh, okay. Well, he, Stevie B interviewed him for his podcast. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I'm going to be doing Stevie's Stevie podcast. B. Yeah. Yes. But okay. like, like I said, we're taking turns with, you know, he'll do that interview. I'll do this one. And then we'll switch, you know, who's oh, interviewing us. So oh, we having a great time. You know, so it's a fun time in freestyle right now. Yeah. It's a, really it's a, it's a renaissance time. time. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you know, right now, their children are grown up. They're able mm. to go and have fun. We're performing mm-hmm. on cruises, you know, everybody's <gasps> going, we're meeting a lot of people. A lot of the fans are becoming friends Yeah, because we're not only performing, we're hanging out with them. We're taking a tan with them. We eat burgers with them, you know, we're just visiting the islands with them. It's just so much fun. 
there's something about some fan bases where you they you make so many good friends within the fan base and then you go to see all the shows together and speaking right. of that the first time I spoke to, to you on, on Twitter we were talking about how I was going on the new kids on the block cruise and then I'd message you when I got back yes <laughs> yes yes how was that unreal I'm going to do it again because uh, it's addictive it, it was so much fun was was yes, Law, Law on that was there. Oh, I love him. Law's been on the show a couple times too, but it's fun because like Donnie got to shout out this podcast. He'd been listening <laughs> and I was so happy and overjoyed, but I want to take it back to the fact that you guys toured with new kids on the block when things were super hot. Yes. Yes. Young in their young careers. And that was so, so much fun. And Menudo as well. So do you have any fun stories from those days from the touring? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Those boys would, they, they was something. <laughs> they would mess around with us, girl. I remember one time being on stage and they're reaching through the grates, trying mm -hmm. to grab our feet while we're performing. <laughs> so it was almost like I had like a brother and sister relationship with them. Yeah. You know, like I said, I was a tomboy, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I had, and with uh, Mark. I was very friendly with Mark. He was all, he would come mm. on the tour and we'd hang out and I was very into hip hop. Yeah. So, you know, and I still am. I love hip hop. I love old school hip hop. I love, um, I'm going to have to tell you the truth. I don't really know any new hip hop, but eighties, nineties, you got me, you know, I, I know it, you, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, you know, I want to so, say that's when things were the best. Excuse me. I want to say that's when things were the best, Weren't you know, they? Uh, the 90s were great. Very much. That's why and the even show though I was existed. reinventing myself in the 90s, it was a great time for me. You know, I lost everything. When they fired me, I lost everything. I lost my home. Mm. My um my home went to foreclosure. I lost everything. And I'm gonna have to tell you, it was humbling, but it was actually great that I went through that because. It made me appreciate things. So, I mean, not that I didn't appreciate it. I mean, appreciated it. You hear me? <laughs> not that yeah. I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it, it, it was, it was almost like I was cleansing myself. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how, but it was almost like cleansing. And I was starting all over. A change of perspective. A change of perspective. And it made me even read like, I reached out to the girls again to perform mm -hmm. in 2011 because, um, you know, not, nothing was that serious. We didn't fight over major things. It was like really dumb girl things. But I grew up with five sisters. Well, there's 10 of us, five girls, five boys. Wow. But I always, I always gravitated towards my brothers because I didn't like the whole gossipy thing. You know, I was just like, I didn't do the girly thing at that time, you know? Like mm -hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't relate to that mm -hmm. and um that had a lot to do with it you know I, I didn't have anything against any of the other girl groups I like I loved expose is one of my favorite groups yeah you know so yeah it's funny like I I always felt we were all different we were all great you know we had we all had something that mm -hmm. made us special right mm -hmm. so I, I never did that whole thing so I said you know what I'm going to reach out and I'm going to speak to these girls. And it was so crazy. I reached out and we got to know each other all over again. Um, Margo's still rolling with me. We're still doing shows. 
You know, we brought in Michelle Valentine that sang Wishing on a Star. Yeah. Because our Caroline and Sunshine are taking a break now. So it's me, Margo, and Michelle Valentine. Hmm. Um, so we're going to keep this going as long as we can. As long as I have other girls. Nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff, and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So, please, join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. Want to understand the world we live in today? Just go back 30 years to the 1990s. Nearly every aspect of society underwent major changes in the 90s that are still being felt today. Some things weren't so great hairstyles, trash TV, and baggy pants. But you know what was great? The music, the movies, TV, and changes in technology that were nothing short of revolutionary. I'm Kathy Kinzora, and on each episode of my podcast, History of the 90s, I look back at important news events and pop culture trends from the decade. So you can not only understand what happened, but also learn how it impacts you today. Everything from the end of communism and apartheid to supermodels and Super Nintendo. If it happened in the 90s, you'll hear about it on History of the 90s. Why don't you and me do some fancy stuff in the night?
beautiful dancer. Why, I used to call her Twinkle Toes. Can you do this one? You're not so bad yourself. I'm so glad that you guys have found that respect and love for each other. And, and the fact that you guys with having Michelle in the group too, I was wondering if you at your shows, if you did strictly 80 songs or now that you do the, the albums from the nineties as well, do you see, we do, we songs? do wish you not a star. Yeah. We do, I get to sing backgrounds, which people don't realize it was what mm -hmm. I started doing in this business. I started doing backgrounds. I was not doing leads. Mm -hmm. I was doing backgrounds. So that's why I love doing SAL because I was able to do backgrounds and I love doing backgrounds. I'm wishing on a star. It's like, I feel like, man, I rock these backgrounds. Me and Marta are like, Marta, we rock those backgrounds together. You, you know why? Because harmony is so fun. It's so oh my God, our voices blend so beautifully together. I'm wishing on a star. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do. I love doing that one. Uh, Margot and Michelle do Funk Boutique. Mm -hmm. So we're doing Funk Boutique and Wishing on a Star. We added that. Mm -hmm. um, some of the shows we can't do too many songs, mm -hmm. but um, that's the like the Alan Becks, the Bobby D's. You know, there's a time frame. You have to yeah. be in that time frame. There's a big so lineup. Okay, you got 15 minutes. You got 17 minutes. You got 10. We've even had six minutes one time. Like what the heck? <laughs> we even had six minutes one time. We did the Greek theater, and they said six minutes. And we're doing it again now. I'm like, oh, how many minutes are we gonna have now? You have to shorten your songs and only do two. Right. Do two songs or, you know, oh, wow. as it is, I do a medley. I do a medley. I try and get as many songs as I can in and do mm -hmm. a medley because we have so many hits. Yeah. And which is a great thing, which is a great <laughs> thing. But I'm trying to get them all in for the fans. Because I'll get that a lot. They're like, how come you don't do uh, no one in this world? I'm like, well, you know, it doesn't have a video. You know, basically the promoters want what has a video and you know, which, what charted, mm -hmm. uh, no one in this world was ever, was never released as a single. Mm. So it didn't chart. So we don't do that one in the show. We should play a clip of it in this show. So that people oh, that would be it. awesome. I love to play clips. So we'll do that. That would be awesome. Well, go on Latif Mercado YouTube and you'll see all my videos there. I will get it. And all sure. my songs. And he did a video of um, no one in this world. He just did like a funny little clips on it. So it actually is a really funny video. So you got to put it on your crack up. Good, good. And he used the song.
Now, you know, I learned that you performed on the very last episode of American Bandstand. We did. Yeah. We did. That's a huge thing. That, isn't that a huge You know, I say that and people, I'm like, it's a huge thing to me. Yeah. Last, and we performed on it a couple of times, but we did the last one. Yeah. And just recently, I don't know if you know, we did the last performance on the Wendy Williams show. Oh, no way. Yep. Me, Margot, and Sunshine did the last performance on the Wendy Williams show. Isn't that something? actually a surprise for Leah and Michelle. Oh, wow. Yeah, because Michelle and I, have, we've always been really close. Uh, we even did a little group together, me, Michelle, and Betty from Sweet Sensation at one point. Oh, nice. But um, uh, we surprised them. And we went on the show and we performed. And that, that was the last Wendy Williams show. Last performance on a Wendy Williams show was us. These are memorable. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. Um, even on um, on the Apollo, they only had one Apollo Awards. I don't know if you know this. Only one Apollo Awards. Oh. And we won for Best Girl Group. On it. Congrats. Cover nice. Girls. So we've had some major, major accomplishments. And mm -hmm. it feels good. It feels good that, you know, our fans and, you know, the music industry celebrated us, you know? Yes. But now it's time for us to celebrate ourselves, right? Amen. And I'm so glad you guys are out there doing it. What do you Thank think that... You. The young artists, um, especially the young Latin artists, can learn from the freestyle community. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm looking at these kids and I'm like, they got it together. Yeah. Like, I'm learning from them. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> learning from them. A lot of them are writing their own stuff. Look at Jesse Reyes. Mm -hmm. You love her? Well, she just performed at our Canadian Music Awards last week. Freaking love her. Well, you know, my husband turned me on. So I always say my husband is like a little teenage girl. Like he listens to all the new music. So he nice. turns me on to it. And he listens to the same music as our oldest granddaughter. Yeah. So he turns me on to the music. Uh, she does. and But she's one of my favorites right now. Mm -hmm. Her and um, Russ. Do you know who Russ is? I don't. Oh, he's really good. Okay. Check I'll him out, girl. Okay. You gotta check him out. He's really good. But I, you know, I'm sorry, but we need to learn from them. That's it looks exciting. like they're doing their thing. <laughs> they, I don't even know what I could teach them except enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. Don't be so serious about it. Enjoy it. You know, I enjoy it so much more now because we travel and I, I love being in different places and meeting the fans and I'm not as serious about it. Mm -hmm. that's what I could teach them. Enjoy it while you're here. You never know how long it's going to last. You know, thank God I'm still doing it. And I'm still able to enjoy it, but some people aren't. You got people that have to retire, you know, for mm -hmm. physical reasons or, or, or different types of reasons, you know? Yeah. But listen, we have three grandchildren that we're raising here and I'm still doing my shows and I'm still doing my thing. And my husband is doing his thing. We're entrepreneurs. We work from home. So, That's a beautiful thing. And then yeah. you get to enjoy family at the same time. Exactly. I love exactly. that. And I'm grandchildren loves being with us on the road, the oldest. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because people say, does she brag about you? I said, she doesn't brag about me. She brags about her, you know, what she does. One of her favorites <laughs> is Shannon. Her and Shannon are like besties. She's going to be 12 and she met her when she was two. Yeah. And they love each other. Like love, you got to see them when they see each other, like the love 
they just stop and look at each other. It's like the cutest thing ever. Cutest thing ever. And they said, what did she brag about? I said, well, she bragged about 14,000 people singing happy birthday to her on an Alan Beck <laughs> concert. So that's what she doesn't brag about me. She brag- And then when you, like, when you ask her, who's your favorite cover girl? Caroline. I'm like, hey. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? Don't I wake up in the, every morning and make I have breakfast for you three at five in the morning before you go to school? What the heck? She's like, Caroline. I'm like, that's so funny. What am I going to do? Right? <laughs> but yeah, she loves it. And I like even the new generations getting into it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, that's something I would tell some of the new young Latin artists. Mm-hmm. You know, all the new young artists. Try to check out what we did. You never know. You might be influenced by us. Exactly. You know, and I think some of them are influenced by us, but you know, they're not saying it, but. I think, I think if we sat be- down and talked to them about what they grew up on and what their parents influenced yeah, them with. Yeah, right? What did your parents would, play? Yeah. They would They would definitely say, you yeah. guys, CVB, George yeah. Vaughn, everybody, right? I grew up in a household that they listened to every type of music. My household was um, jazz, salsa, mm. R&B, mm. Um, rock. I had 10 siblings. My parents both like different types of music and like the same music. So they had so much music that they played. My siblings, I had the siblings that loved r and I had the siblings that loved rock music. Yeah. My younger sister, she used to like to go to those mosh pits. Like she was really into rock. You don't understand. <laughs> she was like a rock and roller. Oh, that's fun. So, yeah. So we grew up like that. So it's very well-rounded musical taste. I like to hear that. Right. Right. I love country. It's so funny when I say that. People go, what? I love country music. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember that reality show, Going Country. Do you remember that? No. Uh, Irene Carroll was on it. I think um, um, Bobby Brown was on it, I think. I'm, I'm going to remember it was Bobby really? Brown. I think it was Bobby Brown. Yeah, you got to check it out. There was oh, a few I would love to. And I was like, oh my God, I would have been great for that show. Going Country. And I live in North Carolina. I love country bands. Are they doing country covers um, or are they writing or, or in the no, show? This was an old show. This was like from the, from the nineties, this show, girl. Yeah. No, Go on, on YouTube. Were they, doing- they had to write their own stuff. They had to write their oh, own country song. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll find some clips. I want to see this. Yeah. Going, <laughs> going country. And I was like, oh my God, I would have been so good. And I'm not, I love reality shows, but I never want to be on a reality show. That was the only one I said, I would have been on that one. I would have done going country. Cause I love country music. That's so cool. Yes. Isn't that I'm, crazy? I'm going to look it up. Yeah. You've got a big, you've got big shows coming up this week too. Palm Springs in LA freestyle explosion. Palm Springs, LA. After that, I'm in Vesalia on Vesalia. Is that how you say it? In California? Oh, no it's no next idea. To Fresno. It's next to Fresno. Oh, and okay. then we're in New York. We're back in New York. Nice. Margo and I have not performed together in New York in 30 years. Really? So where Margo are you? and I have not performed together in New York in 30 years. Where are you located now? I'm in North Carolina. Oh, okay. So Margo, yeah, yeah, in 30 years, because <clears throat> I performed by myself as Angel and brought Michelle on to sing Wishing on a Star. I think uh-huh. that was in, I think that was in like 2000 and something, 2000 and something, I don't remember. But mm-hmm. I brought Michelle on stage to sing Wishing on a Star that. But that was an angel show. That wasn't a cover girl show. 
And then I performed right before the pandemic. I did a boat show in New York, sold out in three hours. It was an angel show. Mm. Freaking, I think it was 1,500 people, sold out in three hours. And that wasn't even Cover Girls. So now I'm going back. It's me, Margot, and Michelle. So it's like, it's, it's great. It's weird. It's like, I don't know. And I got my girl, Lizette, on the show. She's doing the show as well. You guys will have Represent. to have a big celebration. Yeah, Suzanne's supposed to come and hang out. Nice. So we're happy about that. <clears throat> yeah, we're booked. Well, I'm booked because I'm doing still doing Angel. So I'm booked up to November yeah. already. Good. So I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm, I'm Very so blessed. blessed. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm Thank happy to see you. all this joy and you know, seeing you guys all perform together and as well, having the family involved. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. And I get to work with my husband, hang out with my husband. You know, we were just talking about that. I said, you know, we really don't fight, right? I go, try to in the bus. He goes, yeah, you, but, you, but you scream at me. I said, I scream at you every once in a while because that's the way I speak. <laughs> you know, not that I'm screaming at you. That's the way I speak. But um, oh, yeah, we don't it. fight. We pretty much get, we get along you know what is? I think we like the same stuff. I think that's what it is. And he's just so silly that if he does anything to annoy me, he'll do something to make me laugh. So, okay, it's over. We're not going to fight. <laughs> We're not going to fight. He's a character. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Do you ever see his TikToks? I haven't seen his TikToks. No. God, girl, he has the funniest. I'm like his straight man in them. When I'm in them, I'm his straight man. Are you just like giving him side eye? Huh? Are you giving him the side eye? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and let me tell you something. He got, we got, we have a lot of fans that write to us that he got them through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They would wait to see what TikTok he would do. And I was his stylist. I would get his wigs, everything. Okay, I'm going to yes. find his TikTok. Yeah, he has one that he did five characters in it. <laughs> all different wigs, all different. Yeah, it's so funny. He's so he's been stylist. ahead of the curve with TikTok for a while now. Yeah, he's been doing it for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but he's ahead of the curve with everything. Mm-hmm. We're doing stuff and it's like nobody in the freestyle, well, nobody that we know is into it except us. Mm-hmm. NFTs, nobody knew about NFTs and we knew about them. And he was creating <laughs> NFTs. I learned about and, them from like South Park or something. I isn't remember. that funny? Yeah. But he's, 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 he's very ahead of his time. I told you, he's like a young kid. This kid, and we crack up all the time. I'm like, bro, I swear. You're like those 20 year olds, you know, that are online. They're, they're, they're always doing something new and they're into something new. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's smart. He said, he learned, he said, I learned from the kids. I learn from the kids all the time. Oh, I, yeah, I know. That's a good way to be, you know? Right. Open. Learning Open. new stuff. Open to learning Open to new kids, ideas, right? New ideas all the time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. I am so happy that we had this chat. And, Me too. Uh, I'm really thinking like, if you guys come out to Western Canada, I want to be there for that. So oh, that I hope would that be can happen. so awesome. Well, maybe I can make it to one of the new kids on the block tours. Cause I, I'm, I'm, I'm not the tour of the, um, the cruises. Cause I love cruises. Yes. Come to the, That's Law's like coming to the cruise too. Huh? Law's coming to the next cruise too. I need to, I need to find out when it is. I can already tell you cause I already booked my cabin. <laughs> oh, what is it? What is it? October 13th to the 16th. I'm um, leaving from Miami. I'm already Miami booked. to. I'm Wait, already come. booked. I'm already booked. I can't. Oh, no. I'm already booked. Oh, they're doing a block con. They're doing a convention in Chicago at the end of May. 
when am I, I'm going back to Chicago. I'm doing June and I'm doing August. Yeah. Chicago. And I'm oh. hoping I get to go and do, I did it last year, the Puerto Rican festival. And that was like incredible. Oh, hoping that's so cool. That again. Hoping I get to do that one again, because it was so much fun. Where is that? That's in Chicago? Huh? The Puerto Rican festival, is it in Chicago? Yeah, they had an incredible oh. one. They have it. I actually did the Cuban festival and the Puerto Rican festival, festival there. And it was so much fun. Awesome. But you know, I'm glad that I took my Robitussin and came and did this interview. Yes. <laughs> I said, I hope I'm not coughing all over her when I'm doing the interview. No, I hope you're going to feel better soon. I'm sorry. Oh my to God, I better feel better. I'm sorry to feel like he, that you have the bronchitis. That sucks. Instead of taking a shot, I'm going to take a shot of Robitussin before I get on stage. <laughs> <laughs> You've been amazing. So thank, thank you so you. much for this. Thank you. And I hope we get to hang out soon. I'd love to. <laughs> you take care. Feel better. You too. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Social media. Yeah, we've got it. Send us an email. Dope Nostalgia Podcast at gmail.com. Twitter, Nostalgia Dope. Or on Insta, Dope underscore Nostalgia. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.